Hello and welcome to another episode of Mount Davis. It is the Wake and Bake Hour. This is a new segment I'm introducing. It's mostly just going to be me talking about uh, previous night's scores, news, anything I want to talk about. And it's going to be released, I think, twice a week right now. And it's uh, going to be recorded in the morning. You know, I got my coffee and my weed right in front of me and I'm ready to toke it up. But uh, let me get this bowl packed and then we could get fucking started. Uh, I'm excited where the podcast is going. Um, so right now I'm doing this out of my pure enjoyment. So we'll see where this goes. But uh, yeah, I mean, keeping up with sports is always fun. And I'm here for you guys. So you guys don't have to because I know it is mentally draining <laughs> tell me about it but anyways this weed helps <coughs> oh god Raw and filtered and uncut, huh? <coughs> Don't mind me. <coughs> Let's see. Uh... Catch my breath. <coughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> okay. Uh, let's start off with some NBA scores from last night. Um, <coughs> we had a couple good games from last night. Uh, mainly the one I want to talk about is the Heat versus the Bucks. Uh, let's see. So, in case you guys didn't watch, the Heat basically had control most of the game. You know, it was a pretty competitive game back and forth in the first quarter. Same thing in the in the first half, I mean. <laughs> and, you know, it was great high-level basketball from both teams. You know, uh, the Heat obviously have a very uh, consistent team in terms of uh, offense and defensive output. They're pretty similar in both retrospects in terms of each other versus like the Bucks, who are more of a defensive team, but uh, their offense certainly lacks at times <coughs> in terms. Um, and <coughs> these two teams, you know, have been going at it for the last three years in the playoffs. And if um, the first time they played the heat upset the Bucks, and then the second time the Bucks. uh, upset the Heat in the first, or Bucks beat the Heat in the first round, and that was the year the Bucks won the championship. What was interesting about this game was how the Heat were basically in the lead the whole time. Uh, besides the first quarter, you know, they were down eight, but then they immediately tied the game at half and then won the third, won the third by three points. So they were up by a comfortable margin after the first, a quarter. It was all heat after the first quarter, really. 
Um, and then we get to the fourth. You know, it's starting out good, but the the Bucks, I think, close it off on like a a big run. Um, they forced four turnovers as they went on a 21 to six run to win the game, basically. Uh, yeah, so the Heat were up comfortably in the fourth quarter and they kind of just let it dwindle away. Um, not representative of their defense, obviously, you know, they were playing consistent defense the whole game, but uh, Man, the Bucks are are scary good when they get on a run because if you have Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton just on fire at any given point, you know, you're going to be producing. And with Giannis there, no one really can stop him. You could honestly just hope to slow him down. Led to a great game of basketball that I really enjoyed watching. But uh, I still would pick the Heat in the series right now. Uh, but that's very tough just given because, uh, you know, the Bucks have Giannis. And you never want to count out the Bucks when they have Giannis. I mean, just look at what they did in the finals last year. They went down 0-2. Everyone thought they... They were going to get blown out, gentleman sweep, blah, blah, blah. But nah, Giannis carried that bitch on his back. Uh, James Harden and the 76ers keep winning. They, yeah, they just have crazy chemistry together. And uh, they whooped on the Knicks in back-to-backs. You know, it was a close game up until the end, and the 76ers just closed it out. And the chemistry this team has at such a quick, you know, they're barely, what, three games in. Um, <clears throat> and this team already has amazing chemistry. Their, their uh, floor spacing is amazing. And, I mean, Joel Embiid and James Harden are pretty much getting what they want. Uh, and by that, I mean getting to the free throw line. But I really want to talk about Tyrese Maxey because he's the one that's really stepped up in terms of like being this third scorer and all. And he's consistently dropping, you know, 15 plus points alongside these dudes. So, man, they, they got a nice recipe for success right now. And this team that they've assembled has honestly been one of the strongest looking teams, the 76ers teams that I've seen. Yes, even stronger than the Jimmy Butler team. But, man, I'm just excited to see them in the playoffs because, I mean, I wonder how the the calls are going to be different. But, I mean, to see these two superstars in the playoffs, let's say against, you know, Kyrie, KD, and Ben Simmons, That'd be crazy. Yeah, and uh, the 76ers team might just go far. 
let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really behind the 76ers team, but man, they they get to the line. He just be shooting free throws the whole game. I wonder if John Moran went dummy on the Spurs the other day, had a dunk of the year, and then two minutes later had a crazy buzzer buzzer beater. Oh, the FA Cup is on right now. Uh, if you guys don't know what that is, it's uh, the Premier League and the Relegation League in England get together for this big tournament. I think it's single elimination and it gives a chance for these smaller teams to get some big name competition to come to their doorstep, basically. Uh, And it leads to some exciting football. You know, the pitches are smaller than the official pitches because they're at these local stadiums. And, you know, the game is just feels much more, I don't know how to describe it, but it feels it feels close to home. Uh, you know, all the fans usually are home fans of the local team, so the big name teams typically never gets any any support. And it leads to these crazy upsets where you know you have a team like Middlesbrough beating a team Tottenham who just beat Man City. They just had a big upset of their own. And the spirit of soccer is, you know, is what brings me to soccer. It's like what I watch soccer for is really the fans. And I love hearing those fan chants and how passionate the fans get behind their team. And it's honestly just like a war cry. So that aspect of soccer really fascinates me. Um, The Chelsea, you know, came back. They were down 2-1 to... Ludton Town. They ended up winning 3-2. Liverpool won against Norwich easily. And, uh, yeah, we're getting to the final rounds of the FA Cup. I'll be excited to keep up with. I'll bring you guys more on that. Um, Have you guys heard about this WNBA fine that was assessed to the Liberty Sparks. So I believe the Liberty Sparks were fined 500K for taking chartered flights to away games the second half of the season. Um, I believe the owner of the Liberty Sparks is the same owner of the Brooklyn Nets. And basically, they just, you know, wanted to accommodate their players in a much nicer plane rather than have them fly economy with other people in a time of COVID. So they honestly felt like the charter flights were okay, but it was faced with some backlash by the league just because uh, the league stated that it basically created an unfair competitive advantage for the Liberty Sparks. And what I mean by that is if a free agent is going to decide where to go and they somehow find out that the Liberty Sparks are chartering flights for their players, 
they not saying they're more likely to choose that team. Obviously, there are more factors to it other than, you know, flying private. But, you know, a player might consider that if they're choosing a team like, hey, this team flies me out. So, you know, hey, I'm going to go with them. And the WNBA even went as far as to say we will take away your franchise. And that is very extreme. Um, you know, you could tell them not to do it again. And then if they keep doing it, then be like, hey, we're going to take away your franchise. But taking away your franchise right away, uh, that, was, that was a big step. I don't know if they were just trying to seem like, you know, intimidating or something, but to each their own. I have no problem with it. I don't know if the players have a problem with it, but uh, it is just a funny cause because everyone took it the wrong way. And, you know, people thought that the WNBA was, you know, not trying to advance the game or something like that. And there was this whole debate on Twitter. But in reality, it might create just a unfair uh, free agent market and, It's little stuff like that that, um, you know, you see it in college a lot. Not officially. It's mostly under the table. Um, But you have these, like, bag men in college football who kind of take care of the athletes whenever they need it. It comes from a third-party source. But, you know, if you trace those funds back, it originally comes back from the school. Um, Here, in a sense, it's more out in the open, and people were like, yeah, we take private flights, but that was kind of like against the CBA and the WNBA, so they took offense to it. Uh, Let them fly private, you know? Check some Twitter updates. The lockout is still going on. Um, yeah, that kind of just happened. And I I honestly don't know where it is at this point. Uh, the owners, you know, put out an offer and, and was just like, hell yeah, we'll just, you know, this is our last offer. <laughs> and, you know. The players didn't accept it, and all of a sudden, the first six games of the season got canceled. Sheesh. All right, so let's get to some MMA news. Uh, We will be recording the UFC 272 podcast soon, hopefully tonight or tomorrow, and I'll be posting that before Saturday so you guys could get a listen to that. Um, but uh, uh, in other news, uh, Cain Velasquez was arrested the other day uh, in an attempted murder <clears throat> in a, uh, what was first speculated as a road rage incident. Now, you know, as soon as the news came out, the MMA community was kind of like, I'm not going to speak on this until I get all the details because I know Cain and Cain wouldn't be one to do like a road rage thing. He attempted to kill a guy. So if you're going to attempt to kill a guy, the guy probably has a a justified reason to kill you, you know? And little by little, it starts leaking out that the guy he chased, Harry Goularte, 
um, was accused of, you know, lewd and most vicious acts on a child, specifically his child at his day at the daycare she was at. <clears throat> Obviously, as a parent, you're going to take that and you're going to get really mad. And, you know, some people might call the authorities and other people might take matters into their own hands. And Cain Velasquez took matters into his own hands, chased this man down who was with his father at the time in the car, chased him for 11 miles and uh, fired off some shots. I think they hit the father instead. Um, it looks like the guy was in jail, released on bail after a week. Um, Larte was released from custody February 25th without bail against the DA's orders. According to the release in the DA's office, he was ordered to stay in home detention, stay 100 yards away from the child under 14 and wear an electronic monitoring bracelet, which he was allegedly on his way to obtain when Velasquez gave chase. Yeah, I believe the guys, uh, oh man, he took children into the bathroom and touched their genitals, told children not to tell anyone and did this over a hundred times when this other children go into the bathroom. Wow. Um, free came Velasquez, man, because... Man, this this guy is a pedophile piece of shit. Obviously, it was you know he hit the wrong person, and you know he he just decided to take justice into his own hands, which I don't advise anybody to do. But when it comes close to your family, you might take some desperate measures. A lot of people, you know have draw the line a lot of places and usually their kids are the biggest line so be careful and don't mess with the man's kids man free my man came velasquez free my man came Um, let me give you guys some NBA picks for today since I'm already here. Um, I'll be giving you guys a nice big parlay over the weekend. There's a lot of soccer, UFC, basketball on, so you best know that I'm going to pick those. I'm going to cash an epic parlay on Saturday. What do we got today, though? Let's see. All lines are brought to you by Wager Attack. Ooh, you got the Bulls versus Hawks, a rematch of last week. Heat versus Nets. 
Ooh, that's going to be a good one if the Heat or if the Nets have all their players. You know, uh, Grizz, Celtics, going to be a good one. Oh, we got some bangers today, bro. All right, so we're going to pick um, um, Bulls versus Hawks first on the lineup. Bulls minus one and a half is spread. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to check the injury report real quick. Uh, the Hawks are really trying to get into the play in right now, and they really need they're on a win now. Um, mode so that kind of gives me inclination to take the hawks money line here the bulls have been slumping as of recently and by i mean slumping is that demar derozan hasn't been scoring 35 a night that's slumping for them uh john collins is still out and trey young is day to day because of those things i'm gonna have to take the bulls in the minus one and a half I'm going to wait and see on the Hawks situation. I might hedge this game uh, if Trey Young and John Collins end up playing. Just take Hawks money line after that or something. Uh, I typically try to play these injury spots, but if Trey Young decides to move in, uh, I would hesitate. <clears throat> Heat versus Nets. Uh, the Heat are a really strong team. The Nets are probably going to... Ooh, the Nets are playing with KD. This is a return to KD. Uh, wait and see on that one because I really want to see how the Nets play with KD and Kyrie again. The Heat will be a good defense that they will go up against, so we're, we're in for a good game. Wow. Uh, Pistons, Raptors... You know, that's going to go however you think it's going to go. Raptors, minus eight and a half. Uh, really good defensive team. Uh, Pascal Siakam is really improving, and that's good for the Raptors. Fred Van Fleet hasn't been playing as well, but, uh, you know, whenever he's in there, he, you know, runs the floor, so you kind of need him in there. Grizz are underdogs versus the Celtics. I actually, I'm going to say the Grizzlies take this. Grizzlies money line plus 120. Ooh, that's a good one. Grizz money line. Uh, Warriors versus Mavericks. Ooh, the Mavericks are playing really well. But I think I'm going to have to take the Warriors. Because they were whooping on the Mavericks last time until they the Mavericks went on the 23 to 1 run. And then last but not least, Lakers plus two and a half. I can't believe I'm saying it.
Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying it. Lakers plus two and a half against the Clippers. Lakers are also in win now. And I believe they could win this game, but it just depends on what the what they bring out. If they have LeBron and Westbrook, yeah, but if LeBron's out, take the Clippers. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Let's see. LeBron James, day to day. That's a tough one. Oh. And what do you guys think of the Lakers situation? Neither. You know, I saw this coming from the beginning, and I've been fading the Lakers ever since the season started. But I kind of feel bad for them, man, and especially Westbrook because he don't deserve this, man. I was just watching a highlight video of him in the OKC, and, man, the grit and intensity that man brought to the floor is unparalleled. And I'm just sad we're coming to the end of it, which is, you know, inevitable, but that's the way the news goes. Um, but anyways, your picks for tonight are Grizz money line, Warriors money line. Both are plus money, by the way. Uh, and Warriors plus two point five if you want, but I'll I don't know, I'll kind of stay away from that one. You know, two plus money lines is already good. Um, you could go ahead and parlay those if you want. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, let's see, let's see. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mount Davis. And uh, until next time, have a good one.